Welcome to the first official recorded podcast for Tech Monday for the year. And yes, there has been two previous ones, but for one reason or another, I didn't put them into a podcast and ship them off into the internet. So we're back today with an interesting topic, which was only, which is only barely covered because it actually hasn't come out yet, but it's recorded this morning as we do this one. And that's some study ideas uh, to think about when you go back and study in 2023, such as school, TAFE, college, university, work stuff, work study, that sort of stuff. Um, and funny enough, Cynthia, my first one is, is your computer up and running properly? So that's that was in honor. I was going to put it in brackets in honor in honor of you because <laughs> is your computer running yet? Her old one is. Your old one is, right? No, it's not. Okay. Did you realize it's 2024 today? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. All right. So um, that was my my first one, which um, sounds a bit obvious, but I remember so many times on help desk where people started uni or whatever else and their computer just wasn't running properly. It wasn't starting up. It wasn't closing down properly. Yeah, um, the applications weren't running properly. God help us, their screen reader wasn't running properly, or the screen magnification. Um, yep. they'd, lost, they'd lost icons off the desktop. Blah blah blah. Um, so that's always. Or they weren't first. using a paid for version that they had. Oh uh, yeah. Ilona. Aha! <laughs> I thought Ilona uses didn't use demonstration software. Uh, she was using, she'd paid for 2023 Fusion and was only using 2022 because oh, no. of the way Fusion updates and mm-hmm. it doesn't remove the old version. Mm-hmm. So, of course, while I, whilst I was on her computer the other day, I fixed it up for her. Oh, you're a good man. So how do you have to do that then? Like, how would you not? You just uninstall the orig- the old version uh, without removing shared content mm-hmm. or you Important. just remove the shortcuts and just put the new shortcuts in place. So you have to manually do that then? Yeah. It's it's a bit silly how they do it. They need to update it so it overwrites the original one and replaces it. Yeah, exactly. Well, a lot of people would probably have that situation. Yes, it is confusing. It confused me the first time it done it because I was running it and I'm going, why am I still on the old version? Mm, yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, and quite a lot of people forget, I mean, not using the previous version, but some people even forget they're actually using a demo version. So, oh, you, you can't, know, how can you forget? Because it cuts you off every 40 well, minutes. Well, I think they feel it's okay if you're just mucking about with the computer for 15, 20 minutes. But if you're actually writing an assignment or doing proper research, you really Yeah, you definitely to need to know about it. And yeah. Run it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Although I have been known to recommend to people that if you are running um, a demo of JAWS, there's nothing stopping you running the demo of JAWS. When it times out, go and use, I don't know, Narrator or NVDA. And then when you get sick and tired of that, then you can restart your machine. So yep. that's not going to stop you at all. Um, but yeah, JAWS, is, JAWS, unfortunately or fortunately, because it's cost so damn much and the SMAs cost so much, it's still my, it's still really the number one square meter in the world. Yeah, and I just think it needs to be pointed out that people could be running on, they pay their SMA and they're running on an older version without even realising it. Yep. No, exactly. Because it's so easy to forget. Absolutely accessible. 
<laughs> yeah, well, in particular, well, it's also particularly when new versions of, um, you know, Office come out or Microsoft Edge or, or anything else comes out for the computer. I mean, yes, your current script files for JAWS may still be running-ish, but you're going to hit a day where just things start falling apart a bit for you. Yeah. Um, my next one, which sounds extremely obvious, but again, apparently it's not obvious it's to some obvious people, is the fact that... Um, is your desk space organized for your study this year? So have you got enough room on your desk? Do you have enough PowerPoints, exclamation mark? Um, do you have enough power boards? Um, is your keyboard ergonomically positioned, which is actually very important. If you use a monitor, do you have a monitor arm so you can actually put it in different places? If you use task lighting um, or you need task lighting, is your room set up for sort of spotlight type light or do you need a, a, a task lamp to put on the desk and stuff like that so um because i often get people which is a big no-no um trying to use uh, double adapters on top of double adapters in powerpoints or in power boards <laughs> and the answer is no <laughs> you wonder why things oh. blow up i love no. the piggybacks you like the piggybacks do you yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly now now, Mr. Michael, in your vast experience, you know, over many decades of computer work and et cetera, et cetera, you know how we, we have, well, I've currently got wonderful dub adapters, which are a single PowerPoint, but they've got four USB, four USB A ports on them. I, I'm imagining these days you can probably get those type of PowerPoints with USB C ports on them. Yes. Yeah, yes. they'd definitely be out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cole sells them. Do they? Cole sells them? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is, it, is it Gizmo or something like that? Oh, I can't remember the name of them. but um, Yeah, there'd be lot, most of them would be coming out. Some of them would be coming out with the split. They'll have two USB-A, two USB-C. Yeah, yeah it most... states clearly what it's got on it, USB-A, USB-C. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah. Even my new lounge chairs have USB-A and USB-C. Ooh. No, don't start. I might want a new lamp. No, I can't. I can't afford it. Stop. <laughs> Most of them are only sort of single put, single PowerPoint with um, two or three yeah, USBs, right. and then you can go up to a double PowerPoint with a few extra. But I don't think they go anything further than that. No, no. no. In, well, in just a plug, and then it becomes a power no. board. Well, I've also got a um, I've also got a a PowerPoint cube, so it's yeah. Got these PowerPoints all around it, and then at the front of it, it's got um, three USB A ports in front of it. So, because I'm finding, I mean, even all my all my Mac stuff these days, I mean, they're all USB C. It's not that I'd plug a a MacBook into a five volt USB A port, but anyway. <laughs> mm. um, so there's that one. Um, the other one, I'm still looking at the computer is. Um, making your computer your computer keyboard a bit more tactile. So, do you need to put um, tactile markers on it for the F, the J, the four, and the seven, the enter key, whatever else you might like, or do you want to put large print stickers on it? Because lots of low vision people keep looking at their keyboard to find out where the keys are. And um, can you find the large print stickers that you really love, or do you have to settle for second best? Well, you probably have to second for settle best, second best, unless you look on I don't know Amazon, RNIB in in um, the UK. Oh, actually, that's probably one I hadn't thought of trying. Because mm, they're actually very good, the RNIB in the UK. Yeah, because I'm a big, big fan of the white background with just the black lettering. Yeah, and we don't that, have that to, here. To me, that would stand out really nicely. 
Yeah, but for some reason, everyone else says, no, 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 they want the black background with the white lettering. And that becomes too difficult for me to see. I just need big white and big black in the middle. Shouldn't we have both? Like, shouldn't we have black on white? We used to. We don't anymore. The last time I bought from um, the shop Mm. online, I got three sets of stickers. Yeah. But then, well, actually, I bought five, but I went through two with work over the 10 years or so. Yeah. Um, and I've got three sets left, and I've got one set I've used at home. Mm. Of course, if I'm just about to change my keyboard, otherwise yep. there's, uh, I've only got two sets left, and they don't sell the ones I like anymore. Ah. You won't be changing your keyboard till next year. <laughs> <laughs> Leave her alone. She's a, sensitive, <laughs> she's a sensitive little individual. You know, down there in Melbourne, you know, south of the border, well, twice south of the border from you. Oh dear, she needs all the help, all the help she can get. Um, so, and this is another one that uh, particularly people use, or the, the old term for us. I mean, I suppose you can call them wide keyboards. I call them Bluetooth keyboards or wide keyboards, which are Bluetooth into a USB A or C dongle. Um, is the fact that always have a wired keyboard available because there's nothing mm. worse than your keyboard going flat. You haven't got batteries for it. You haven't got time to recharge it. Um, and it's just nice to have a USB-A because you can always get a USB-C adapter to whack into your computer. So I've got three here in the house um, and they're just the, the cheap $15 ones from the shop. Um, yeah, I've just, got one of those always spare in the back yeah, room. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Cause, and I've even got a wired, a wired mouse as well because sometimes I'll, I'll get yelled at from the craft room saying, my trackpad's not working or my magic mouse has gone or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they go, here, beloved. Have a mouse. <laughs> so, so that actually works really nicely. Um, and the other one that I suggest people get um, is is a port replicator. So if you don't have enough ports on your computer or you're sick and time, tired of yanking things out of the back of your computer, just get a port replicator where you plug that into whatever USB-A or USB-C port you like and then every other peripheral that you plug into the damn machine, whether it's USB-C, um, your monitor, your 3.5mm headphones, etc., etc., um, plug into the port replicator. Um, I think the one that I've currently got has got 11 ports on it, um, a couple of USB-As, a couple of USB-Cs. Um, a Where do we find port. one of those? Um, I got this one off Amazon, so I'll send you, okay. I'll send you the, the link, in, I'll link for it that I when I bought it. Um, but I've got two. I've got one in my bag, yeah, which is currently on my. It's currently put away in a box at the moment because I ha- I have actually haven't physically been to work now for, geez, almost three years. Yeah, or go to so, Birdle Shop and get it off eBay. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Go to the Birdle Shop. Um, so it's really good because one of the things that that, and this was probably more in the. I'm going to sound really. We're going to sound really old here, Michael. But we're not. We're not thinking about the poor horrible days of the serial nine pin port and the 25 pin port i was always afraid of breaking the pins in the adapter that plugged into the computer and i'm still Uh, paranoid these (laughs) days about keeping plugging things in and out and breaking something yeah um so you know if anything breaks it's going to be the port thing that plugs into the computer not the things inside the computer itself see i'm an old fan of the round keyboard port (laughs) Oh, the old oh, PS2. PS2. Oh, <laughs> they were the worst. They were the easiest to bend. 
No, yeah. but see, I knew I learned how to put them in properly, so that's why yeah. I missed yeah, it was them. Just the, so it, was much. The, it was the sticky up bit that had to go to the top. Uh, I yes. worked in a computer shop and I had to plug in about 45 of them every day and over and over and over. So I had it oh down God. pat, but it was still easy to bend them. Oh dear. I've still got one in the wardrobe just as a keepsake. <laughs> oh, that's I haven't I haven't seen oh, a PC my, with it. It's a... with my um it's with my iPods, you know, considering oh, okay. the iPods now gone. I can't remember the last PC I had that had a PS2 port on it. I think it was you know what the last one that I had, I think it was actually my um well actually the old man Batten had a PS2 port on it. Um but the last computer I did have with a PS2 port or I think they used to call it the AT port at one stage was the old, my original PS2 IBM desktop that I had I was two running on it. Go back to I the original mouse com port. <laughs> that's, that's true. Oh dear. Um, now this next one, um, I'm going to preface by asking Michael, how much memory and storage did you buy in your Mac Mini? Uh, it's just the standard. It's just the eight and the two fifty six. Okay. I know the two fifty six gig <laughs> is slower. <laughs> I know. And if I wanted to later on, I can go to the five twelve anyway. Mm -hmm. But I'm not. I'm not concerned about the bottleneck because I don't think I'm going to be doing too much media, not video editing, converting, no, and editing. and all that no. sort of stuff. So I think it's going to be fine for what I need. No. But yeah, yeah, I just went the eight meg, the okay. two fifty six. All right. Now I know you keep arguing me on this, but I still reckon sixteen gigs for a for a Windows computer. So I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not arguing at all. You're not arguing. What's wrong with you this evening? No, no. I'm pretty placid this evening. You're feeling too mellow this evening. Yeah, yeah. You haven't had a beverage already, have you? No, no beverages. <laughs> no, no. Just uh, I, I, I sort of thought about it. after after me moving when I was using Zoom Text, just Zoom Text. I had no issues, but as soon as I moved to Fusion, I then noticed some things getting a bit dicey so yes mm. and i've i've only got an eight meg uh eight meg of ram oh sorry eight gig of ram eight meg geez what computer did that go back to <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i've got eight gig of ram and exactly back in the old days of the tape yeah. one yeah exactly yeah but i've got eight gig and and a i5 so it it chugs it, it's doing fine but i just noticed when i'm in excel and and things mm. like that it, it starts jumping around and doing funny things so okay. My, so I totally first, agree. My first computer had 16k of RAM. Yeah, yeah, I, I know my eight meg of RAM was pretty flash. Oh, listen, I thought it was amazing when I first got my first hard drive and it had 10, 10, oh, 10 megabytes of storage. What am I saying? 10 gigs for? Uh, I remember when I got my first 20 gig and I went, "I'll never fill this." <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 half a game these I days. And I, I even got a memory expansion card for my Apple IIe, so it went up to 512K of RAM. Oh, my oh. Lord. Oh, my God. What would you, and then the, I can remember the, when DOS came in, I thought, oh, God, do I start having to play with, um, what was the command? It was in the config.sys file, high mem or something like that, to, <laughs> to stick memory-hungry applications up in higher memory and blah, blah, blah. And cost like, guys, those were the days. But anyway... Um, there's one that I've just realized that I didn't put in there, and I've got this because I tend to work from home and I do have it, but that's a standing desk. It's one thing I didn't put in this list. I'm going to put that in now because um, I oscillate between sitting and standing. Um, and I've also got one of those, what do they call them? You know, the anti-fatigue mats that are on a, a sort of a half oval underneath them and you can sort of wobble around on them to keep your legs moving? Yep. 
and if you take that, they're actually really good. So at the moment, I've got my standing desk um, up, so I'm standing up because um, with my, <coughs> my current medical injuries, so to speak, which won't go away, um, I, I can't sit down for long periods. I find if I sit down for more than 15, 20 minutes, I can hardly move when I go to try and stand up now. So I thought, right, that's it. I'm, as much as possible, I'm going to keep standing up and moving. So that's much more healthier for me personally. Um, the other one, and I don't know if you folks experienced this, but my my rule of thumb is never try and share your computer that you're relying on for study and or work um, with the family because it doesn't yes. work. Both of them don't coincide very well. Mm. And I always used to find that my children or my wife, God bless her soul, would make changes because she didn't like the way I had the computer arranged. So I'd go back mm. to the computer. One, your screen reader wouldn't work. And two, you couldn't find anything. Um, so that's my next tip about don't share the computer. Um, the other one is... Well, if you um, have to, make sure that you have a total different account for them. Yeah, or to just log into your own account. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Yeah, I make my dad do that because he has computer games that he just wants to come over and play on my oh, unit. Oh, God. And as yeah, I, I said to him, you know, I may not be working from home right at the moment, but mm. I assure you, if you start making changes, even in my old system, you're going to break something. Oh, well, if you set up that new computer, your dad could have the old one and plays games to his heart's content. <laughs> That's the plan. But I've got this thing called a, a younger brother who's getting married in less than a month. So I'm a little bit busy with some of those arrangements at oh, the no, moment. Excuses, excuses. It's prioritising time management, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, it, but that is lovely. Um, a good-sized gesture is also really important. What's that? What was that one? A desk chair. A desk chair, yeah. I've like a suitable a, one. I have a very large ball that I sit on, exercise ball. Mm. Um, so, again, I can sort of roll around a bit. You're right. I mean, my, um, Ellen's got a really cool chair in her room. Um, the two the two um, chairs in here for this desk I don't use anymore really in my daughter's desk it's called the bathurst racing car office chair yep so it's like you're sitting in a racing car seat yep so that hugs you really tight yeah it does it's yep. a lovely it's a really lovely chair to sit in um the next one which people don't seem to do is oh well i'll just go forward and dump all my work lecture notes tutorial notes um books pamphlets and everything else into one folder on my computer because I, I can find them easily uh, the answer to that one's <laughs> no don't do that have folders. well the, the answer to that one is yes do that but make sure it's either dropbox sync or next cloud or something like that so it's actually backed up to the cloud exactly because you don't want the excuse of oh look i'm sorry lecturer slash chit person but i lost the my file. computer I ate it in. yeah the computer ate it or if you like me in the early 90s when i handed in a an assignment uh, on paper via my printer. Nobody told me that my um, ink had run out on the ribbon. No, no. And the guy said, this is probably the only time you'd have a valid excuse for handing me six <laughs> blank pieces of paper. <laughs> and I said, well, it was Wind. making the right sounds. It was a dot matrix nine pin printer. It was making the right sounds. I didn't know it wasn't printing anything. <laughs> that is going to be the best line joke I've ever heard. No, no, that's right. <laughs> I suppose you could use the, I suppose these days you could use the same thing. Oh, I didn't. Oh no, that's right. Because like when the, because when the current printers run out of ink, they don't run, do they? No, they no, won't. No, they tell no. you they're out of ink. So you can't use that excuse me. No. Keeps giving a verbal warning. And mine, mine's a laser printer, so it lasts way longer with that powder. Oh, there you go. 
Um, the other one is to make sure that you've got all your books in accessible format before you start studying. Um, so, and I, I'm assuming people still do these these days, but back in the days when I went to uni, I went in the year before I started because I knew I was doing social work and I could talk to all the lecturers on the books I needed. Then I put them into then the old Royal Blind Society of New South Wales, got them in format. And nowadays, most of the books you are after um, tend to be well, roughly in a PDF file that you can access. They're in Kindle, they're in the books store, or they're in other formats. So I always say to people, don't leave things to the last minute. Go and talk to people. And most people are more than happy to make sure that your reading material they can get access to is electronic. Yeah, um, and there are a few places out there like um, Braille, something, Braille House in Queensland or something who transfers lots of stuff into different formats. Yeah, and I always say to people, please don't use OCR to scan or try and scan in a 600-page textbook because it's not really <laughs> going to work. Um, you know, OCR is to me is the poor person's last resort type of effort. Really yes, it's a jar it. of Vegemite and that's all you get from it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, it's really good for doing like, you know, I don't know. Oh, seeing AI is pretty good, though. Yeah. So, sorry, Bertle? Seeing AI is pretty good. It is, especially if you put it in a, um, a stand. Do you use it in a stand, Bertle, or do you hold it? Um, I'm, I'm more talking about uh, uh, things like PDF file and GPG, uh, JPG file. Oh, for really nice like formats. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's good. But I always say to people, do not use your hand when you're trying to OCR stuff because you won't be able to keep your hand still enough. Um, so you'll get basically garbage in, garbage out. Um, mm. So get yourself a little stand that it can hold your iPhone or your iPad at a certain level. Um, and the better lighting you've got, the better result you'll get for OCR. Um, so that's always a good thing to do. Um, what's my next point? Um, oh, um, you can use a flatbed scanner, though. Bertle, I'm shocked. Yeah. Who wants to use a David, flatbed scanner David. anymore? What? <laughs> I, I, I use a flatbed scanner with, with my uh, iPhone. Still? Really? Um, on occasions, yes. Can I say I I didn't it is a little bit easier just to put it on the flatbed and yeah. go done? Um, Berto, can I admit something? I didn't even know you could even get a flatbed scanner for use on your iPhone. Um, if you have an HP printer, that's uh, that's a, <clears throat> an app comes with it called HP Smart, oh, <coughs> and yeah. so you don't you don't even have. I mean, that's uh, a Wi-Fi connection. Oh, I see. Oh, I see what you mean. So it's it's like using a printer, but in this case, you're using the scanner component of the printer. That's right. I've got the HP Smart uh, mm -hmm. app, very accessible. Right. Yes. Uh, and I just uh, feed the actual document into the scanner uh, feed. Mm. I don't need to pull the lid up, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I so recently it, hooked mine single... up on the weekend, and it was all in done. All I had to do was turn it on, and it mm. had fixed itself, even on my very old aging computer. So is it a single? So is it a single sheet feeder or a proper flatbed scanner? A, a single sheet feeder, mm. uh, and you can, my HP uh, Office Jet Pro, mm -hmm. I can lift the lid up and put it on the actual scanner, but I choose oh, to, okay. to feed it through the actual feeder. Yeah. And the app yeah. is very accessible. Um, it updates the, um, the actual 
because it's internet-based, it'll update mm. the actual driver and the firmware automatically. Okay. Yeah. Right, so I'm, I'm assuming as long as your, your HPs can run the HP Smart app, you're fine. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Well, look, you can tell I've been out of direct client work for 15 years, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what's good, having a bunch of people talk together because you can find out new things. It's lovely. Right. Yes, I better thank you for that uh, file browser app, actually. That's brilliant. Did it work? Okay, that's fantastic. Works very well. Okay. Good to know. Very good. Which one did you go with, Bertle? Fire Browser. It's just called Fire Browser. Oh, just called Fire Browser. Okay, yep. Um, right, this one comes off Michael's point about having cloud storage as a backup. And they always say have backups to your backup. Um, have local backup on your, have a local backup on your machine, have a local backup on your hard drive, on your external drive, and have another backup on the cloud. And if you can afford it, have some other backup if you're really paranoid in another storage area outside your own home somewhere else besides the cloud. But I don't go to that paranoid level. But I also, people, <coughs> I don't know if people still do this, but people have the odd feeling that if you put stuff on an SD card or a flash drive, that's supposed to be permanent backup storage, and they ain't. They're really, <coughs> they're really good for storing stuff. But if you want to keep the stuff, please don't leave it on the SD card or the flash drive. Copy it onto um, your hard drive or a proper external drive or onto, you know, Dropbox, iCloud, Google Drive or OneDrive, all those sort of ones. Um, and the thing I like about the, the Mac is that because I keep all my tip, tip notes and everything else for talking tech in notes, um, I can open up notes on my iPhone, my iPad, my Mac, and have access to notes. And up, if I update one of them, of course, all the rest is updated as well. So that comes in quite handy. Um, do you use an external hard drive at all, Michael, for storage, or do you just mainly use the cloud? Uh, I've got about nine or ten external hard drives lying around the house, <laughs> plugged into routers for <laughs> NAS services. And, oh, very cool. And, and then I think I've got three sitting in my drawer with just old backed up stuff that's probably not worth keeping anymore. All oh, right, fair enough. <laughs> but I've got plenty of plenty of Very backup good. drives. What about you, George? What are you what are you using for for backup? Then George might have put himself on mute. It's just changed. okay. Sorry, I've yeah, got my... um. Shut up, my pen. I've got I've got I've got my iCloud drive. I've got two mm. terabytes of that. Mm -hmm. um, I've got some external hard drives. I'm looking at Dropbox Plus at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, OneDrive as well, but I believe Microsoft's going to be changing the rules on that in a few months, where they're going to consider any storage on OneDrive as part of your storage for emails. So if you've got mm. quite a bit of stuff on OneDrive, they're going to count that towards your storage for email. Mm. So I'm looking at Dropbox like... Plus, but I can't find the yearly subscription in the uh, in the app. It's about eighteen ninety nine or something. Is that for the yearly subscription? Uh, no, that's monthly. How about yearly? For. Eight nine eighteen ninety nine for two terabytes. Hmm. Yeah, but that's monthly. But how about yearly? Uh, I don't know. I haven't got Time, that much. Times money. twelve. Where's your calculator, George? <laughs> Probably minus okay. ten dollars. You know, oh, fair enough. But yeah, I but 
<laughs> what I'm saying is it's not allowing me to actually do that. So I'll have to... They advertised that a couple of weeks ago where a yearly subscription you'd save 10 or 15% or yeah, something. That's what they normally say. Mm. Yeah. It's usually you get two months for free. Yeah. yeah. So you, you probably save 36 bucks. Yeah. I've got some... Mm. Horror- I've got some hor- horrible storage limit that I, I got too enthusiastic with Dropbox and I haven't dropped it yet. And I'm only using about 5% of my Dropbox storage at the moment. <laughs> and I'm also, I'm looking uh, at Google Drive too, but that's another yeah, thing as well. But yeah, done, what irritates me is that you end up with like storage things that won't, I, I find it hard. I mean, I don't know if you can, because I've never really bothered to investigate, but like if you've got stuff in, you know, Google Drive, OneDrive, Dropbox, iCloud, I'm assuming on the face of it, they don't really talk to each other. So I can't say to Dropbox, you know, Dropbox, go and grab this file off iCloud or go and drop get this file off Google Drive or OneDrive for me. Um, so, no, you can't. Yeah, mm. so my, my main ones are just Dropbox for all of my radio show and podcasting and keeping backups for that sort of stuff. And then my main work storage is really iCloud because all the Apple devices, of course, talk to it. So I thought that'll do. Yeah, I'm putting all my... Else. I'm putting all my podcasts that I get that I that I hear off uh, talking tech, talking vision, all those, and the footy stuff onto iCloud Drive. Because then wherever I am in the world, whether I'm uh, sort of away from my computer, I can just go to I can just go into VoiceStream and go and go import from iCloud Drive. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, the only yeah. thing I wish iCloud would do. Because uh, I can't work out, I don't know if I haven't done it on the Mac. Actually, no, of course it does work on the Mac, what am I talking about? Because um, a lot of my stuff in iCloud is, is zipped up. So if I you go into the Files app and I try and unzip it, it goes, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so now mine does it. Because I thought, it, well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I thought at one stage, the Files app allowed you to unzip stuff and access files inside a zip file. Well, hopefully now that I'm getting a Mac, I'll be able to use some of my two terabytes of iCloud. Yes. No, it does. Just if you're on the iPhone or the iPad, yeah. just if you just double tap on the file, mm. it'll uh, it'll expand it. Yeah, I, I might have to try it again because I've got all my. I think a couple of years ago, I talked on talk, to the Talking Tech Show about the Blind Alive exercise programs. That's yep, I've got those. And I've got all those exercise routines because they're very well described. So they're just in a folder, and I thought I was trying to find out different stretching exercises. And I thought, oh, I'll just go in there and unzip one of them and listen to the, one of the MP3 files, and the damn thing wouldn't do it. So I'll have. Is to... this on the is this on the Mac or on no, I, or on the iPhone? Yeah, come on, Dale. But if you just double tap on the file, actually, I'll try it in a minute, and I'll tell you. Yeah, that's right. Well, it right. should work just like Windows and just open the folder well, like it's be. open yeah. and oh, then you listen, just extract of, it. Speaking of fiping files, Mike, don't ever do an enter command on a file on a Mac because it just thinks you want to edit the volume or the, or the name of the file. Mm. So enter is now banned unless you're actually in a document and you want to put a new line in. Enter is now out of your realm of experience now when you move okay. to a Mac. Are you serious? Yep. I have actually I'm edited file names on podcasts using the enter command yeah because it highlights the highlights the file name yeah because i've had people going my volume my mac volume as in the mac hard drive because that's being unix that's what it calls hard drives um my my heart my hard drive's name for is renamed to tpqsd blah 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 and i went 
Yeah, that's because you hit enter and then was typing. We were typing on the keyboard, and that was your new volume name. Oh. <laughs> yep. So how do you open something again? Sorry. Command. You press down the command key, which is Alt key on a on a Windows keyboard, plus O yep. to open. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> well, we do things right properly in Unix land. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've that's, done the, that that's the thing. I am so accustomed to all my shortcut keys on a Windows. I'm never moving to Mac. I know. That's okay. I've, I, I've done I, that I, I feel for you Windows users down in, down on the plains. I can't stand Windows. Never, never, never. You're, you're, you never come to pass up the mountain into the holy glory of the majesty that you can look over when you're on the mountaintop. No, and I'll happily <laughs> stay the reject of the group quite proudly. That's it. Exactly. Oh, dear. Um, now, the other thing when I was previously mentioning about keyboards, uh, with having a backup one, I always have backup earphones that are, God help me, wired earphones. Because I used to find, particularly on the trains, if my AirPods Max Pro or any other of my blasted Bluetooth headphones went flat, I couldn't do mm. any work on the train. No, you know, so at least or, some wired ones. Yeah, yeah. So at least some wired ones. And look, they were just cheap, like $9 ones you'd buy from whatever they call them, those $2 shops. Yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't going to use them all the time, but um, so I've got, about, I've got about nine in my drawer here. And I've got one in my shoulder bag, one in my computer bag, and just a load of places where my headphones go flat. Yeah, I used to have a set that I used at work, but then I always had a spare set in my handbag mm. and then one in my drawer in case something, you know, you forget to take it off your ear and you go and hang yourself off the deck. Yeah, although if you like friggin' Apple and you've got the 3.5mm um, headphone port clicked on the Mac Mini at the back of the machine. Oh! Um, <laughs> That's why I've got a little. That's why I use that um, peripheral extender thing, the port replicator, because I've got a three point five mil jack on that one, or I've just got a, a little extension cable that plugs into the back of the Mac Mini, and then I plug my headphones into that. Just give me a bit more room. Mm. Otherwise, you and end say, up otherwise almost, your face would be right on the yeah, screen. Yeah, that's it. You end up crouching over the computer trying to get your, trying to listen to your headphones. <laughs> sorry, Bert, are you going to say something? No, no, no. Sorry, I coughed. I forgot to mute, unmute myself. Oh, stop drinking that beverage too fast. Um, I, it's funny. I mean, I don't know if any, anybody's noticed this, Michael, but um, have you noticed my glass is a different shape this evening? You probably no. My it. my zoom my I've been looking at my zoom screen, mm. and my all of the screen keeps going small, big, small, big. Even your video, it's it's full screen one minute, and then yeah. next minute it's a little rectangle in the center of the screen. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know why it's doing it, but I've just been watching it, so I can't see much in that That's little okay. square. Okay, well, it's actually a. Um... Oh, you're full again. Oh my god! Hello, wave. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually I don't know what you call it. It's a. Um, it's not a wine glass. It's one of those glasses that, it's like a wine glass without the stem on it. So it's like the top of the wine glass. Ah. Um, ah, <laughs> yeah, well, whatever it's called, but it's got ton it's got tonic water in it, a and goblet. it might have something else in it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's definitely got something else in it. Yeah. Um, and the other thing it's about... Um, personality. This, well, that's it, exactly. And this is for me. Um, I always carry a little external Bluetooth speaker around with me as well, but that's probably for me more when I've got a demo, like a speech thing like the Victor Reader stream or the Victor Trek or whatever else I'm demoing. Um, so I'm trying just being able to plug a real thing in. And also remember that with your beloved iPhone, depending on which one you've got, and your iPad, depending on which one you've got, you can have a USB-A or a USB-C adapter to go to a 3.5mm adapter 
So you can mm. still plug in headphones to your iPhone um, and your iPad. Obviously, a charging port is also a charging wire cord. Yeah, well, I've got I've got one of those really cute little adapters. It's a little adapter, and when you plug it into the lightning port, um, and I haven't found the one that's got USB-C, but when it comes out of the port, it's got a lightning port on one side and a 3.5mm jack on the other, so you can still charge your iPhone or iPad, and yes. you can still plug in your headphones. Yeah, I've got one of those on the end of me dodgy earbuds in my handbag. Ah, oh, okay. Hmm. Dave, to unzip a file on the iPhone, just double tap on the zip file. Hmm. And if you swipe down to the bottom, it'll give you a progress of decompression. Of decompression. Um, maybe just maybe I was just too impatient. Like I didn't do it in five seconds. I thought that's it. It's not working. D depending on the file size, too. <laughs> Well, I won't it's really funny. I used to have to slap people's hands away from the iPhone. They go, you'd say tap on something, then they'd put their hand back on the, the, the screen. It's like, keep your hands off the screen. It's not even open yet. Like, give the machine a break, will you? <laughs> Jeez. Then, okay, I have I sighted, to... then I have sighted family members saying, oh, we didn't no. understand a word it said. Yeah, well, it's not for you. It's, it's not right. for you to understand. Go away, mind your own business. You're not meant to. That's a private email. Exactly, or on, yeah. Or if, or if you're on the train, somebody will say to you, hey, mate, you know your screen's dark, don't you? And it's like, no, I'm just sitting here fondling my iPhone, mind your own business. Yeah, well, everybody is. Turn on for privacy. Now that I've got the um, I've got the Bose frames and I, I, I walk in with my cane, I sit there, I have my phone in front of me like I'm looking at it, oh. but it's coming through my my. Yeah, those frames so yeah. and people are looking at him and say he's got a white cane yeah, but he's using his phone yeah, fine you're not, you're not really blind mate yeah. hey, you're pretending which have you got mike i got the tempos uh -huh. the the new modern ones with the better sound yeah. um, uh, that, i thought the latest one was the soprano uh, I think they came out at the same time as the Soprano, but these are the tempos. They're more for cycling and sports and stuff, the yeah, tempos. Yes. So I think they did come out at the same time. Ah, I see. Once I, was, once I was using my iPhone on a train without the airports, and this passenger got a, <laughs> the ships, and the other guy said, sorry, mate, he's got special needs. Oh, there you go. Yeah. No, so, I get yeah. a lot of the look as if to say, I mean, I've got I've got my cane and my I wear my red glasses because that's what works better. Yeah. And I've got usually just one earbud plugged in. Yep. Um, and you know, people are sort of seeing me and I'll say hello to the chicks at the doctors or wherever I go. Yep. And people will be looking at me and their their face sort of says, Ah, oh, that's how they do it. They're listening to it. It's like, <laughs> yes. I'm not. Yeah, like, I'm looking at the phone, but I'm not right. looking at the no, phone. Like, you don't look like um, a complete twerk. I'll just look in the opposite direction to the iPhone. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Yeah, I had to explain to the woman at Harvey Norman why how I was doing it because I'm standing there with my white cane and using the phone, and she sort of, I knew I could feel the eyes bearing in on me. I, uh, it's coming through my glasses. It's got speakers in my glasses. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you no, blind no. people up with all the technology. Well, can I, can I yeah, we I are. I was absolutely <laughs> appalled by how Elena, she didn't get mistreated, but um, you know when we're investigating the, the compatible dryer washing machine for her to use her for the Samsung app? Yeah, did yeah. you get my email? I did, and I passed it on to her. But what Harvey Norman said, the only way that people can use those types of washing machines 
is through the Alexa smart speaker. Yeah, and I, I told Alona straight away, it does not work through Alexa no. at all. Oh, oh, stop yelling. Oh, no. I didn't so, even think to put that on it. Yeah, yeah. so... Well, Ilona's here. She's just quiet. But I did yeah. tell her. I said, "Don't, don't buy an Alexa because it doesn't work no. through Alexa." And God, people are stupid. Like, I'm not unless they've in... changed them. Not unless no, the new models. So. But yeah, well, I... they might have. But like when I used to go into a Harvey Norman stores and those sort of places, they'd go, "Oh no, blind people can't type on a computer keyboard because they can't see the keys. You're going to have to use Dragon to do voice recognition." And then Dragon interferes with uh, your shortcut keys oh, and everything does, with uh, Jaws. What do you mean people can't type on a freaking computer keyboard? They're not that bad. <laughs> yeah, but know, that's I the know. thing. If, if you go into even, and I remember years ago you mentioned that the guys, the good guys were supposed to be able to help visually impaired people. Mm. No, that's not the case. No, None not. of the salespeople have any idea. Mm-mm. It's we who have to find it ourselves and go in and tell them, you know, can I have a look at the thing? Can you plug it in? Yep. And it's always just in demo mode. And it's like, well, then I will be returning it because it says on the internet it's supposed to do what I want. Yep. And if you don't have the information, I'm taking it home and you are going to come and pick it up if it doesn't work. <laughs> Smiley you face. Them. You tell them. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't hold back at all. No. Make sure you say emoji or it puts in the smiley yeah, emoji, face text. Yeah. Hey, wouldn't it be good if you could actually just get your phone to flash emojis at people? Like, yeah. you're an idiot. <laughs> Mine would always have an angry face. That's right. <laughs> I'd get a new I've got it. I had it. I used to have an emoji phone case and it oh, just cool. had the raised eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That'd be a good one. My dad's like, do you mind taking that away? I'm like, no, this is for all the sighted people who oh, are no. stupid, who are yes. also deaf, but can't listen. Speaking of canes, as we were a little while ago, um, the other thing that I always say to people is always have a spare cane in your bag, even if you're using a guide dog, because there's nothing worse than some idiot running over your cane and bending it or breaking it or kicking it away from you, and then you're stuck. Um, so I have Do you mean little... running over your cane or running over your dog? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I hope they run over the cane and not you. Yeah, no. Well, I've had I've had people at uni break my cane. I've had people kick it out of my hand. Um, I've had people purposely or accidentally. No, accidentally, all accidentally. Just uh, not paying attention. It's just running where they're going. I mean, you know, when you're shorelining, I say you're tapping against the wall and you're about, you know, a foot and a half away from it. People go, yeah. "Oh, there's a gap. I'll just run through that gap." And it's like your cane's coming back in the arc to hit the yeah. wall, and they hit your cane and bend it or mm. break it or step on it and so on. Yeah. Um, so I've got one of those little tiny little ID canes. Like it's only about four feet long. Yeah, I, I had one of those while I was yeah. at work. Yeah, it's just really good because it, cl- it collapses up into about like six little parts and you can shove it in a little bag and it doesn't take yeah. up much room. Um, so it's actually yeah, I'm glad I bought two of them now. Actually, I, actually, I've just got two new canes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got one in my backpack when I go to work in case anything happens mm. and one at home. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. It's really funny. I've collected canes over the last 30 years. I haven't bought one for about 20 years. Um, and one of my favourite ones, I don't know why it's my favourite, but it's got a huge bend in it. And I thought, you know what, I only, I've got a guide dog, so it's not like I need a brand spanking cane to do proper cane <laughs> technique with, but I must get rid of it one day. <laughs> when I got my first cane by the NDIS, the chick did come back to me from um, the plan management group and just query. Now, that was two canes you got. I said, yes. It's better that I get a spare now as opposed to having one cane break 
yeah. then having to wait four or five days for the postage, don't yeah. you think? My, Question mark. Yeah, my nightmare used to be dropping my cane down between the train and the platform and wouldn't be able to get it back. Yeah. Oh, you'd be might still be attached to it on the handle. Oh, no, 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 no. But, you know, because I always find yeah. if you try to put your handle through that elastic bit, I always find it used to put me off too much. I could never wrap, I could never put it around my wrist because it just felt, I don't know, too intrusive or weird or, so I never used it. I, I never used that Almost elastic. Almost like those kitty chain things. Yeah, I know. They were weird. Yeah, I've got the two white canes and then I've still got the first ID cane that Vision Australia sent me for free. Oh, mm. my goodness, there, there you go. Ah, uh, free. Yeah. Oh, wonderful word. Well, I rang up just to check up about it because I was just interested to find out, and they said, oh, you get your first ID cane for free. I went, send it out. Well, they didn't tell me that when I got my ID cane last year. Yeah, but you're not living. Was that when you were in Rockhampton? No, no, I've never lived in Rockhampton, thank you. <laughs> That's oh, the armpit of the universe. I live in Gladstone <laughs> and always have since hey, 20, 1998. You just live in the other armpit of the universe. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm in the left armpit. The right <laughs> armpit stinks, mate. Right. <laughs> I asked guide dogs last week whether they'd be able to send me our two blue and white canes. Come yeah. a bulldog supporter. Oh, it'll take about six months. What? It's going to, it's going to be manufactured in Canada, hmm. or wherever they make the canes, because uh, the girl orders canes every season, you know, March, hmm. June, and September. Yep. And she has look. If you order one in March. It should arrive in September or June. Right. I just said, look, forget it. Give, give me two normal games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not worth it. Um, the other thing I've got Put blue tape this... around it. Well, tape. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Actually, well, let's try out some. We've got new cane tips apparently in the store now, so, and I think they're online now, so I should buy some because I used to love the, um, I can't remember what the right term is, but the big round one that just rolls over. Rolling ball. Rolls over, yeah. I've got one. them. Yeah, they're them. lovely. They're, they're yeah, I think they're called the Super Bowl. Yeah, I used to love them for oh. sand and grass and gravel and dirt. Because I know when I bought my first one, I was expecting it to be the size of a Super Bowl, the little tiny oh, the little thing that one, used to bounce one. like a yeah, exactly. mile a second. I thought it was going to be that, and then I got this big red ball, and I went, I hate <laughs> using that. Now that's all I use. I've got a big white ball instead. That's all I use because it just works so much better yeah, than all the exactly. other ones you doesn't get stuck. In my, in my other life as a feedback person, I often see clients having this disc-type tip, yeah. which goes uh, pretty well on the sand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I yeah. tried. My um, trainer, when we went out for my last lesson, she actually brought one with her and we went down the beach and she said, here, okay. put this on and give it a try. And it worked quite well. Um, mm. Yeah, just depending on how many people had walked over the beach because you get stuck in the footholds that jams in the corners yeah, and yeah. then you get sand on top of it and you flick it all over everybody. <laughs> yeah, I tried sand in your face and I didn't even know I did it. Now, just out of curiosity, Oops. Michael, are you using, are you using a, a Bluetooth mic at the moment or a, or a plug-in your Yeti uh, microphone? I'm not on my Yeti. I've been lazy since the, we've started back up. I'm just using my Bluetooth. <clears throat> just my JBL headphones. Okay, because I must try them out one day because I know, particularly for the radio station, we're not allowed to use Bluetooth headsets for the radio station because they say the the sound's quality is not good enough. But I wouldn't I wouldn't know that you weren't using a you know a plug-in microphone. No, at least yeah, and these are wireless, totally yeah. totally wireless. You just got the dongle and okay. uh, the JBLs. They're 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 not even that expensive. I think they're only about three hundred dollars for this set. 
Because mm. I used to be always Logitech, and mm. the, my last set of Logitechs just done the dirty on me, and I just went, nah, that's it. And as you can see by your JBL party box, JBL mm. just rocks. So they do. I've that's got everything when, JBL now. That's why when somebody said to me, you're going to get a new home and I went, ha, listen, no. my JBL party box just craps all over that freaking home yeah. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so excited to see it, and I thought, oh, yeah, they're going to have that at about 250 And then saw 479 and went, oh, no. you idiots, yeah. what are you oh, doing? No. You, it's just it's... crazy. And, and how's, yeah. your monitor, how's your monitor going with your camera in it? Uh, my monitor with my camera? Did you get a Samsung monitor, like an M7? No, no, I, I've got the Samsung M7, but that didn't have a camera. <laughs> I've, I I've got oh. the camera on it. I put the, I bought a 4K okay. uh, video camera. So is, was it just so, Logitech one, or...? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just a Logitech M uh, C two something or other. Okay. It works well, but right. I have just to keep, uh, just keep in sorry. mind that you you're going to have to plug stuff into your, of course, into your um into your Mac Mini because it won't have anything in it. Uh, my KVM is full USB, mate. I plug one side in and it goes to all oh, the machines. Man. So oh, very good. Oh, good for you. So I've just oh, no. and my keyboard has two USB ports in it as well because I'm thinking, ah, oh, now I've got to buy a USB hub. <laughs> and I went, ah, oh, hang on, my keyboard's got two ports in it. Mm. Uh, so I'll figure this out because I know the Mac Mini's only got two USB A's and two Thunderbolt Thunderbolts or whatever they yeah, are. Correct. Thunderbolt's just USB C, isn't it? Correct. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. I thought and that's so. all it comes with. Yep, two two A's and two Thunderbolt Thunderbolts. That's all I need though. Yeah. Because yeah. you just well, you just get two one. More on your keyboard, yeah. Well, that's why you need it. Yeah, well, that's right. Thing that you plug it, you plug it into the. You, I mean, I've got. I don't know how. I mean, I've got my brow display plugged in, the mixer plugged in, and God knows what else plugged in at the moment. So. Yeah, well, if worse come to worse, I'll just get a, a four or eight port USB hub. Yeah. No, just a powered yeah. one to make sure it gets enough power as well. Yeah. Now, how many of us? Amazon. Have, how many? Here, that's it. Amazon or, or Bertle's favourite shop, eBay. No, no, no! I'm not going near no, eBay. Going I not. ordered my I ordered my KVM on Friday, and it was here today. Oh, very good. Oh, I buy it from Amazon too. I do. Okay, then. Well, we won't keep giving you a hard time about eBay then. <laughs> I'm even uh, moving away from eBay these days. Yeah. So, how many of us use a battery, a, a portable battery charger when you're out and about? Does anybody use? I've got one. You got one? Negative. I've got the I've got the MagSafe still. Oh, that crappy thing. Don't talk to me about the MagSafe. Mine, mine died after eighteen months of use. I went, what? Made rest in peace. Oh, yeah, I know. It got, I wanted to. Or after David and... was finished with it, pieces. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what's those? What the, What are those hammer marks on the outdoor dining room table? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hit my MagSafe charger. I was like missing it. Yeah, my thumb's sore now. I couldn't um, do that because my table's glass. Well, mine's <laughs> mine's very highly polished aluminium, so no, I, I think I'd get in big trouble. Was polished. Was. Yeah, so no, no. Now so, it was scratched up and yeah, rusted so up. I, 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 I still use my faithful um, accessible power bank that I got from the AT guys, who, of course, are now shipping back to Australia. So I've got their 10,000 milliamp one and their 20,000 one. And I've still got their original 15,000 milliamp one as well. And then I've got a, another battery power bank that will also support charging my um, MacBook via USB-C for 12 hours. So that's coming in quite handy. So, so I, when I used to go to work, I used to have the um, charged up power bank in my bag because Typically with GPS, it used to drain my iPhone far too much, and I think I'm I'm not going to start going home on the train without having my phone properly charged. 
Uh, oh, this another one's getting a, a, a bit less prominent these days. But um, when we used to have to use the old magic keyboards with double A batteries in them, um, digital recorders, which I think the Olympus one from Vision Australia still uses. Um, if you've got things that use double A AA or triple A or whatever else batteries, um, have a spare. Um, and even though that some things last for a long time, like I can't remember the last time I changed the battery in my mini guide, um, I've always got spares of all those batteries in the house in case I need to change them again. Mm. Uh, but with, with rechargeable batteries these days, that's just, you know, that's just getting less and less. Um, it's, just, it's certainly not as bad as it used to be because, I mean, for, you know, say for myself, a single blind woman living on my own, I mean, yeah. my access to Coles or supermarkets late at night was impossible. Right. Even on, yeah. you know, a weekend, unless someone was around, I couldn't get anything. But now with Uber Eats, you can actually get, you know, the local Uber guy to nick up to Foodworks and grab a pack of, you know, pack of batteries. Okay. Oh, and I mean, it might be expensive, but it's still, there's an option there if I happen yeah. to be, you know, running out of something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now, does any, do any of our slow vision people use um, task or portable task lighting? So if you've got to go to work or anywhere else for a meeting, You've got a portable task light to illuminate. No, I haven't works. found one that works for me. Okay. Well, mine no, is portable, um, but I <clears> wouldn't <throat> want to cart it around. It does take two very large D-sized batteries oh, God. in oh, the base of it. Jeez. <laughs> and how big is it? Uh, well, it takes two large D-sized batteries. Right, that's huge. <laughs> so it's 60 centimetres long. With mm. a no, it, it's quite heavy. Five. Well... Well, it's just it's just a, it's got ten LED lights in it, right. so it, it's it's and it's got a like a one of those old. Um, I, I don't even. It's bendable anyway. You bend it over oh, yeah, to the, the bend, shape the you want. Bendable arm ones, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's got the big base where the batteries go, and it's got the switch. But it's it's USB as well, so I have it plugged in all the time. The batteries are just to keep it on my desk. To keep it weighed down. <laughs> yeah, so it just because I used to bump it and it'd go flying, and right. now it just stays there all the time because so it's got two D sized batteries. Has anybody in it. tried any of the, the the daylight lamps or the task lights from Business Australia at all? See what they're like? No, because they all seem really large and not really. Oh, do they? Oh, okay. Mobile. Right. No. Okay. Like, I mean, I've got a very small, um, just, you know, an eight. Um, LED that you know can plug into a keyboard it's just got the USB port but mm. when I'm out with my phone or something like that like there's nothing to plug it into so yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, just, just as um, reference David I didn't tell you this so your wife didn't hear it you didn't hear it from me from oh, your dear. wife JBL quantum 800s is what I'm talking on right now oh okay and there's another one, the JBL Quantum One, but that's a it's, it's a plug-in USB. You've got oh, to plug okay. that one in. All right. But it's it's a lot. The microphone on that one is a lot clearer than this one. I noticed. Is it? Wow. Because it's it's wired in all the time, yeah. and I'm guessing it's just like the Yeti, really, because the Yeti's just a Logitech. Yeah. Well, as as I I was saying to I think it was Stephen yesterday or somebody last week, I said, it's no longer they'll shut not get away with saying, oh dear, I forgot. It's outside stay outside and don't come back in till the bills are paid <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't tell you what it was so. no no and I, I i'm crossing my fingers in the back of my brain and i'm going no you do not need one yet when as i said breaks. i was lucky i came out of the bathroom and my wife was already on the apple store and said now which mac mini do you want i know 
And Your I, response oh. should have been neither, sweetheart. Nothing. I don't need no, anything. No, no. Oh, what? No, no, it was read it out. I'll tell you which one it is. Oh, and no. then she said, jokingly, she said, "Are you sure it's not this MacBook M2 Pro?" I went, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. That's that's about three thousand yeah, dollars. And she said, right. "Yeah," and a bit more. I went, "Yeah, that'll do." Yeah, that'll do. I said, "No, no." <laughs> That was like when no. my wife. That was like when my wife said, "Oh, David, I've just spent eight hundred and fifty dollars on going to a, a conference for a couple of days in, I think it was Brisbane or something." I said, oh, "That's okay, beloved. I just spent a thousand dollars on a new MacBook Pro, uh, like a, a back of the thing was the Mac Mac Air eleven inch." So, well, oh, we're even. If you now. don't mind me asking, what does Ellen do for work? Uh, she's a person who rings up and books appointments and follows appointments for an optometrist. Oh, awesome! Yeah, and she also runs her own um, crafting business for stamping yep. up as well. So she's got her own bit, own personal business. Plus, Ooh. she's the general taxi person for the whole family. Although my my daughter is graciously taking up some of that burden off her now. Oh, yay! So she's Go taking. Her, she's taking, and she got a job. She got a, a job. She got weekend. the job. Awesome! Yep. Um, so working in a bar as a casual, guaranteed about thirteen hours a week. Yep. And also some other casual work at a theatre company um, setting up the stage, which is what she's been wanting to do because her course that starts in February is all about stage management, sound, lighting, all sorts of stuff. Where's she going to be doing that? Uh, Newcastle Uni. Oh, okay. Ooh, and yeah, you. So, so it'll be fun. Mm. Um, yeah, I did have a last point. Where am I? Uh, oh, um, now, if I was travelling and I was at an office again, I, I'd probably do this, but I, I can't be bothered now. I mean, I've got most of my things, and that's tagging all your equipment with a um, a tag, like a tile tag or a an, an AirPod, an AirPod tag, an Air tag, um, mm. so you can locate it. Because I was often leaving my computer bag in the training room or in the dining, you know, in the dining sort of staff room at work, or I'd put my second cane somewhere and couldn't find it. So all the stuff that's portable in my house. Um, like my canes and everything else, I even find it by a fine my for Apple, including the Mac, um, or I've got air tags on them. I've even got air tags on all my canes and guide dog harness, guide dog lead, everything. So do you have an air tag on your dog? I do. And sometimes it's on her collar, so sometimes I make it play just to make sure she's awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she lays there and goes, why is he yeah, looking for me? Here he goes, here he goes again, same story. Uh, now, she, now she's I'm learned sleeping. to ignore it. She doesn't. She doesn't move now. So, yeah. hey, whatever, whatever, dude. <laughs> um, so she probably just looks at me and goes, "Yeah, no eyebrows up and go, yeah, you've got to be joking, not this time, mate." Um, so there you go. So that's my whole list. And the final one was well, so all. So that's the the uh, whatever they call it, the um, preeminent one. The the ultimate one is is the bag that you put your all your stuff in to carry around with you. Um, Number one, make sure it's rainproof so all the stuff inside doesn't get wet. And or if you live in a very rainy environment over else, um, get some nice of those freezer bags that have got a, a zip tie on them or a, you know, those closed clasp ones. Yeah. And put your equipment in that. So if it, your bag does get wet, you don't damage your $3,000, whatever it might be, and your cables stay dry and everything else. So um, it sounds a bit pedantic, but I, I always made sure on a rainy day that you know my my computer bag is supposedly water waterproof, um, but I'd never trusted it. I mean, you've got the zippers that go across and everything else. So everything in there, like my laptop, my iPad, my iPhone, my chargers, everything was in a in its own little bag. So mm. if the bag got wet, couldn't care less. Yeah. Um, and my bag that I've had for oh, geez, I think about seven years now. It's one of those. Um, it's a backpack, 
with uh, um, two wheels on the bottom, so I can use it as a wheelie bag with a pull-out handle. Yeah. Um, and it's always been really good, and it's big enough so I can stick in a change of clothes to, you know, stay one or two nights at a motel if I need to go away anywhere, plus fit on my computer gear in it. Um, so yeah. I suppose the only other major thing for universities to get them to know their way around campus than that. Yeah, get some orientation, mobility training. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully before O week. <laughs> well, exactly, because I I still remember roughly where to go at Sydney Sydney Uni. I mean, they probably changed the buildings by now because it was so long ago. <laughs> um, but I still remember walking around the. I can't even what the road was called, but there was in a road that sort of circled right around Sydney Uni inside. Mm. The library and and other things were off that particular road, so. You know, if I had to walk from Parramatta Road to City Road on the other side, I, I could still do it even now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was that was great getting. But, of course, cider people knew shortcuts, didn't they? <laughs> so they could nick behind buildings and go up sides of things and everything else. And here's poor me going, i just walk around the long way because it's accessible. <laughs> good, I was going to say, the, the shortcut usually involves a hill or a bunch of stairs that are uneven yeah, or, or you a take puddle. A brick wall. <laughs> or you walk through a building and then come out the other side or a certain door or whatever else it might be. And I went, yeah, no, I'll just... Yeah, and you had to do three turns and a... Yeah, because being, being an independent blind person, I went, no, I'm not, I'm not going inside a guide. I'll do it myself. Thanks very much. Whereas mm. now it's like, why why couldn't you just be lazy and go, can somebody, can somebody just... I know how to do it, but look, I'm feeling lazy. Somebody just started guiding me there because I got there in 10 I wonder whether um, Binky Maps has got into any of their um, institutions yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially things like Macquarie. I mean, the different, the major universities like Melbourne and Sydney and New South Wales and Queensland Uni. I mean, it's, it's a wonder they haven't because that would be a brilliant thing to do. Yeah. Mm, that's a good they thing. need to try. Okay, folks, I've got to yes, go anyway. I know it's been time. Good. Is, your, is your wife almost home? Uh, my wife's been home for half an hour, so <gasps> she even you, brought me a coffee. Naughty person <gasps> you. You haven't paid what about right. the go, rest go and of give us? her a, go and give her a good evening hug then. Because you're a lovely husband. Probably probably go and get a good evening slap. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna I say, I, I don't think good, you should you give her a hug, get a shove. All right, guys, have a good evening. Thank you. Take care. Chat Bye. To you later. Yeah. All right. See ya. Bye.